few hours ago, our next guest published a story uh, that uh, once again highlights the challenge this country has when it comes to um, foreign influence. Uh, Sam Cooper uh, published a story that is titled uh, Liberal Member of Parliament Han Dong, which is, uh, who is from Ontario, secretly advised a Chinese diplomat in 2021 to delay freeing the two Michaels. Sam Cooper, of course, is a national online investigative journalist for Global News, and he joins us now. Th- Sam, thank you for your time today. Thanks, Jess. So walk me through, in regards to the specifics of your story, in this case, uh, where it is alleged that the uh, Liberal Member of Parliament, Han Dong, uh, uh, advised the Chinese diplomat back in 2021 uh, to delay freeing the two Michaels. Walk me through uh, how it happened and, and what your sort of story focuses upon. The focus of the story is that uh, national security sources informed me of an alleged conversation in February 2021 that is a CSIS investigation in, into a conversation with MP Don and China's Consul General in Toronto. Uh, the allegations of uh, what was learned in the CSIS investigation are that MP Han Don had a lengthy conversation, initiated the conversation with the Consul General uh, Han Tao. And uh, in this conversation, allegedly, Mr. Don uh, was talking about uh, Canadians' perceptions of China's uh, foreign policy, uh, China's problematic uh, reputation in Canada with regards to human rights abuses. And uh, the assessment of CSIS investigators was that this was a political discussion. Also, ultimately, MP Don brought up the, the sensitive case of the Michaels uh, imprisoned in China, as you recall at that time. This is a uh, uh, over two years into their detention, they were uh, in secret jails. They had not come to trial. Mm-hmm. The allegations here are serious. Uh, I was informed that CSIS learned, Mr. Don said, that uh, China should not release the Michaels at that time because this would uh, affirm the Conservative Party's uh, political stance at the time. And uh, yet... Mr. Don allegedly advised that China needed to show uh, some progress on the case. And so this is the information I have. Uh, It it raises, of course, many, many questions. And we need to say right now that Mr. Don yesterday uh, returned uh, a response to my questions and confirmed that he did have a call in February 2021 with Consul General Han Don. He disputes that he initiated the conversation he strongly denies that he advised that uh, China should uh, hold off on releasing the Michaels at that time. So that uh, that's the, the nutshell and uh, some of the serious mm-hmm. allegations. Another key point, we went to the prime minister's office mm-hmm. and said our sources indicate CSIS was questioning uh, whether Mr. Don could have been acting as a back-channel negotiator for the Liberal government. The prime minister's office uh, strongly denied that Mr. Don was ever a back-channel negotiator. In fact, they said they had never heard of this conversation until I questioned them on it this week. So uh, very interesting or uh, perhaps material to, to further questions. They appear to be uh, in the dark about this call. And uh, so that that is a, a lot of the story to this point. Uh, based on just the information that is in your story and what you've articulated here, the drumbeat towards a national uh, inquiry 
of some sort into the broader issue of foreign influence, one would uh, say the drumbeat's going to grow louder based on this information coming out. That's my read on uh, early reaction to the story online. Uh, I, I, I do believe that this will come up in in the, the debates in the House in, mm-hmm. in, in Ottawa, that is in Parliament, and also questions to party leaders. You're right. There's right now a division between the parties, uh, whether, uh, you know, the Conservatives, of course, are pushing all out for an inquiry focused on China. Uh, the NDP wants it to be broader. Uh, the Liberal Party, as you know, the Prime Minister has asked for a special rapporteur to, to look at the situation first. But I do think you're right. The, this, will, this will raise the public interest and the public's interest in these stories uh, and, and whether, you know, one person, an eminent Canadian such as David Johnson, could get close to getting to the bottom of some of these allegations. Mm-hmm. Well, yesterday, uh, Sam, we had uh, Kareem Alam on the show. Mr. Alam is a former chief of staff to uh, Vancouver Mayor Ken Sim, the present mayor. Uh, he also ran uh, the campaign for ABC Vancouver in Vancouver here, uh, which is the municipal party. He also ran Kevin Falcon's uh, leadership campaign uh, last year as well. And uh, he has run Erno Tools BC campaign when he ran for leadership. So Mr. Alam has been in and around municipal, provincial and federal politics for a very long time. And he was on the show talking about foreign interference and what we need to do. And I just want to play one clip for you because, you know, you, you've followed this story for a very long time. He was talking about the need for higher level of security when it comes to background checks, of those that work in government, not just elected officials like like Mr. Don, but bureaucrats as well at provincial and municipal level. I just want, to hear, want you to hear this, uh, this uh, comment okay. that he made. Take a listen. But this isn't just about meddling in elections. This is about meddling in the day-to-day responsibilities of government. For example, on November 7th, Ken Sim and the entire council were sworn in. They took an oath of office. It's the bare minimum standard for security clearance uh, or security clearing that you, that, that, that you can do. On that same day, I became his chief of staff. No one did a criminal background check on me. No one did a foreign interference check on me. I didn't have to submit any uh, conflict of interest papers that the councillors and the mayor did, but yet I have access to all the most sensitive documents the city has and I get to participate in all the in-camera meetings. And that goes the same for the entire civil service in the city of Vancouver and the entire civil servants in the province of British Columbia. And that should be a concern. There needs to be a mechanism where provincial and municipal governments and political parties can receive uh, information that are relevant to protecting our sovereignty. Uh, and I want to play this to you because, well, it's not the issue of Mr. Dong and, and elected officials, but it does speak to the broader issue that this our entire country has been sleepwalking uh, on this issue, not really paying much attention to it, not dealing with the issues of provincial, municipal, or national security. And I think Mr. Alam highlighted something that's really important on top of what you've uh, released today in your story is that we've got to do better when it comes to protecting uh, our sovereignty and our security. Well, uh, Jazz, I fully agree with uh, with the comments uh, from the official and the way that you set them up. The thoughts going through my, my mind were that I've done the research and the reporting that shows that people that, uh, that list themselves openly as members of what we've been reporting is the United Front Work Department, uh, mm-hmm. a foreign influence arm of the Chinese Communist Party, have led campaigns of BC politicians 
Ontario politicians. Uh, it looks like a Montreal politician is now being tied to this uh, 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 influence arm. And the the official is exactly right. I know of allegations of police officers uh, connected to the United Front. And remember, we're, we're looking at broader allegations of so-called Chinese police stations, mm-hmm. uh, where, where these uh, the, the, uh, the people that my reporting alleges are tied to clandestine cash transfers into Canada's political system in Toronto are the same people in, uh, in networks in Toronto, in Vancouver, that I can tell you, Jazz, are being questioned by RCMP's national security units for alleged involvement in Chinese police stations, and they are involved in political campaigning and donations. So I could not agree any more with what that official just said about the need for checks from from federal government down to municipal levels, all levels of government. There's there are major gaps. Sam, thank you for your time today. Always enjoy our conversation. Look forward to having you on. And, and I must say, great work today. Thanks, Jess.